Go wild with Nation Gear's end of regular season merch madness sale. Nation Gear is offering our favorite fans 20% off all regular season merch. And we're going to give you free shipping on any orders over $200. Stock up your closet for the playoffs. Rep your team and grab that merch you've been eyeing up all season long. Don't wait. This sale only lasts from April 1st until April 7th. Shop the sale at nationgear.ca. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I asked him, you know, what he wanted to do with his future. Yeah. And Hello and welcome to Blue Jays Today, where we always have something to say about the Blue Jays. I'm your host, Adam Peddle. And I'm your host, Nicholas Playlock. And today we have a super exciting episode for you guys. Um, we are going to be having a little bit of a phone interview with Christopher Martin, the father of our current number one rated prospect from the Toronto Blue Jays. And that is Austin Martin, our fifth overall draft pick. This year, we're super excited to talk mm. to this guy. Before we get into it, guys, please make sure to like and subscribe and comment down below about anything Blue Jace. All right, let's give him a call. Let's give him a call, my friend. Hello? Hi, Chris. How's it going, man? I'm good. How's it going? It's good, it's good, man. We are currently filming for the podcast right now. And we'd just like to say... Thanks for having me on. Yeah, no problem. Just like to say thank you for coming on. Uh, we really, like, really appreciate, you know, bringing in a kind of insider, a look uh, to our fans out there to see um, just the little details of, like, what is the Toronto Blue Jays. Well, and also, too, like, uh, a, a bit of a thank you, not only for just coming on to the podcast, but... You've been like one of our kind of original uh, supporters so far. So, like, thank you so much for uh, even just uh, taking note of us and uh, and watching our stuff. It really means a lot, man. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I like your content. Thank you. Really appreciate that. So, we, we want to get the audience to really know about who you are, Chris. Uh, so, tell us a little bit about like. What you do, uh, what you come, where you come from, where you, where are you living right now? Tell us who Chris Martin is. Yeah, man, we've heard so much about Austin, but I want to hear about you. <laughs> um, well, originally I was born in St. Thomas in the Virgin Islands, but uh, I currently reside between Jacksonville and Lakeland. Mm-hmm. Um, 
What's that been like? Because obviously, you know, with the whole coronavirus uh, and, and fly, air flight, uh, like that's, I'm kind of ignorant to what that world might be kind of like right now. What is that all about? Yeah, that's got to be a big, big challenge for you so far, hey? Um, yeah, definitely. It's, it's been a challenge uh, just making sure that, you know, uh, even our facility remains safe. Um, we have a lot of precautions in place to make sure everyone's healthy. Yeah. Um, also, it started off with the whole COVID-19. Uh, air traffic was a lot slower, but it's it's good to see the numbers starting to pick up for the amount of flights. Um, but it's still nowhere close to where it used to be. Yeah, I'm sure that you guys have had to ramp down accordingly, which, you know, I've you know, is probably probably a good thing for the best. Uh, but uh, it, it's great still that, you know, like even, and we take it for granted sometimes, mm. we have a job and, you know, that a lot of people are out of work right now. So the fact that, you know, you have been, been able to maintain your job and like us too, it's like mm. we got to be appreciative of that, even though it's not in the best of conditions right now, you know? Absolutely. All right. Uh, another thing uh, when we were doing our, our background, Chris, is we, we noticed that um, you you didn't come from a baseball background. No. So you're a bit of a bit of a bit of a soccer family from from what <laughs> I read, man. Yes. Um, yeah. I mean, when I was a kid, I I loved baseball, but I never really played organized baseball. Mm-hmm. And I kind of taught myself the rules when I was a bit younger. But yeah, soccer was uh, my main sport when I was growing up. Yeah. Uh, actually, that was Austin. That was Austin's first sport. Is uh, he got onto the uh, YMCA soccer team when he was, I think, about four or five. Mm-hmm. But um, T-ball was going to be like the secondary. The whole baseball round was going to be the secondary. And, uh, we seemed to excel a little bit better at the uh, baseball than the soccer. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, uh, no, no kidding. I, I um, I was actually uh, very, very similar um, in the sense like soccer was always my sport growing up, and I played a lot of soccer and stuff. But clearly, mm-hmm. not the right sport for Austin. Um, mm-hmm. You know, as as we've seen. <laughs> well, who knows? Maybe he would have been a soccer pro. You never know. <laughs> you never know. That's, that's quite possible. Yeah. And was there was there a moment when you were growing up? Was it Austin's decision to be like, "Hey, you know, Dad, I really like this baseball thing," or what? How did that kind of work out? Um. Well, when we were playing with the YMCA, uh, soccer finished. He started t-ball, and right at the end of the t-ball season, there's a woman that walked up to me, and she said, "I don't want to see your son out here ever again." <laughs> It threw me off guard. Yeah. I was like, oh, what happened? We, we, you know, what did we do wrong? <laughs> and she just said, there's nothing we can really teach him. And she kind of gave me a couple of numbers to call and mm-hmm. get him on to, uh, I think the local baseball where we lived at the time was uh, Pony League, which is similar to Little League. Yeah. And, um, yeah, that, that was kind of where he transitioned more towards the baseball. And then the soccer became more of uh, just something he did for fun with friends and, and, and stuff. So. And sorry, like, how old was he at yeah. this time? At that time, he was, 
That's incredible. Like at a young age, like noticing that, like you, you got to think that there's something special going on here. And, well, um, and I want to, oh, I was going to ask, like, what, was there ever a moment growing up, you, once you started taking baseball more head on, was there ever a moment where you realized that he actually has a legitimate shot to get drafted into the MLB? That's true. Yeah. Like, cause you know, obviously, you know, like you hear this stuff and you know, about, about your kid being good, but then. Like, there must have been a moment for you when you realized, like, as as a father, like, holy moly, yeah. my kid is killer at this sport. Um, when, when he was about 11, we sat down and had a serious conversation, and um, I asked him, you know, what he wanted to do with his future. Yeah. And he told me that he wanted to be a pro baseball player. And even up to that time, he's... Was always pretty good, mm-hmm. but um, I made it a, a deal with them that if that's the route he wanted to go, I would do everything possible to open up whatever opportunities I could for him. And at that time, he just he took his skills to the next level. He was practicing nonstop. Mm-hmm. I mean, if he didn't have a glove or a bat in his hand, it's only time when he would be better or something. Wow. Uh, right after that point, he just continued to work harder, um, and that's when I, I kind of had a feeling, I'm like, you know, he, he definitely has the tools to, to make it far in the school. Has, has he always been, um, you know, like, like that driven and that motivated? Because I'm, I'm thinking back to myself when I was 11 years old, mm-hmm. and like... Like the way the way that you're speaking about him with baseball, like I didn't have anything that I was like even remotely like driven towards a goal like that. But like, like Austin just sounds like he was just like competitive, you know? let him take off, let him do his thing. I think that's honestly the best the best way to go about it. He's got that passion, clearly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> um, I, I'm also, I, I want to transition a bit, my friend, like, because it seems like he was, like, this, this had been something that you guys were talking about for a while. 
We did a bit of research, and I didn't I didn't know this until today, actually, when when I was looking it up. But I didn't realize that in 2017 he was drafted by Cleveland. Uh huh. Um, and he actually had a, a conversation with me where he was kind of on the fence as to if he should go to Vanderbilt or if he should go into the draft and, and go that direction. Was he um, was he already accepted into he, Vanderbilt at the time before the draft? Yeah, he had an offer to go to Vanderbilt. I believe. Oh, I think it was around. November, December of 2016, we went out for a formal visit, and he just fell in love with the campus. Coach Corbin was absolutely amazing, mm. and he, he felt completely at home. Mm. So it was kind of, it was a tough decision for him at the time, but about a month prior to the draft, I think maybe one or two months, um, he went and spoke with Coach Corbin again, and he came back, he said that, my decision is I'm just going to go this route. I'm going to go to Vanderbilt. And uh, I think that's the, the best decision for me right now. And I was 100%, you know, with him on that. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, when when you look at what he was capable of and what he did mm-hmm. accomplish while he was at that school, like, obviously, it, it definitely paid off for him, you know. I just I saw that today and I was like, wow! I had no idea. But as a young kid exiting high school, that would have been a really big choice. So mm-hmm. you know, like the fact that you know you have been so supportive to him, um, and like you guys worked through that together, like that is mm-hmm. admirable, brother. Yeah. And now, obviously, we move we move forward to today's era in 2020, and he's in the draft again. And he selected fifth overall by the we Toronto Blue Jays, <laughs> and we we were so happy. I I remember like literally working at a work at a wine shop at the time and getting the update on my phone. I'm like, wait, he fell to us? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, this is this is amazing. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you know that you know that you have like or that your team has a, a special player when they're drafted fifth overall. And the headline reads, Austin Martin, biggest steal of the draft. Um, So, like, obviously, we feel great about it. How do you and Austin feel about coming to Toronto? Yeah, and, like, being in a Canadian, the one Canadian team, like, in a different country, like, what is that all, what does this all mean? Wow. So he's 
really excited to go up there. He, he sees the potential. He hears nothing but great things about the organization. So we'll, we'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens. Yeah, we're we're so excited to have him. Um, being in that mix of that young core, like you said, Bo Bichette, you got Kevin Biggio, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. I, I could I could go on for almost ever <laughs> yeah, well, about I, the potential. It's also like great that you know he knows a couple of these guys. Yeah. Like you said, like someone from Vanderbilt, you know, we picked them a year prior and they've been, I'm sure that they will be able to help him kind of adjust to our system and, and to the organization as a mm-hmm. whole. And, and have you, Chris, have you ever been to Toronto? Uh, no, I'm really excited uh, to see when Austin advances and uh, is able to, to join the, the big leagues, yeah, mm-hmm. and come up and take in some of the uh, sites and the home games. Oh yeah, man! It's it's one of my. I mean, I could be biased because we're from around the area, mm-hmm. um, but I gotta say, like Toronto is such a lovely city with diverse people and just an overall welcoming community, and, and we're we're so happy for you guys to experience that. Yeah, I definitely look forward to. It. I think I have like. I feel like I have like one more question for you. Um, you know, it's like we always we always talk a lot about like the challenges of the challenges of someone like Austin Martin, who is a you know budding superstar in his sport, and we focus a lot on that. But something that doesn't always get brought to the major limelight is you know the parents, and I can only imagine that there must have been a lot of challenges for you as a father, you know, raising a budding superstar. Um, do you want to speak a little bit on that? Yeah. What kind of stories or moments were the downs maybe of like raising a child being this competitive and driven to be, to be great? Um, it's, it's been fun. It's been fun. It does consume a lot of your time to, to be able to take them, you know, or take him around to all of the tournaments when he was growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, one of the, I guess, pivotal moments when he was, I would say maybe six years old, he was on a, uh, a travel team, and we ended up going to Georgia for a tournament, and they, the team acquired a couple of uh, older players because often. He was six, but he was playing on an eight-year team. Right. And right. they acquired a couple of other players for this tournament, and he ended up sitting the bench most of the tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was still the one that was on the bench during the first team. Um, one of the players that they acquired when he, he was uh, on that team, he wasn't doing so well in several of the games. And... Um, he, you know, Austin was on the bench when he returned to the bench after striking out. And I actually remember seeing Austin go over, put his arm around him, and just telling him, you know, it's going to be okay, you're going to get it the next time. When we got back from that tournament, um, it was part of my mission to see what Austin and I can work on, you know, with Paul, to get him to a point where and missed the opportunity of playing on a team or with a, a team game. So mm-hmm. that, was, that was definitely 
speaks to a lot of like even at that young age of six years old like they have the character to be always like having that team mentality of picking up your teammates uh, right when they get off the bench or get, get back from the bench like um yeah they like honestly like uh, I'm, I'm i'm really impressed like i should have one more question for you for my end um i want to i want to ask because you you do you know you're raising you're raising austin and, and your daughters and is there anything that you've kind of instilled to all of them like any values any core values that you've seen them kind of take and and run with that you've kind of taught them throughout their lives or, or do they pick it up somewhere else <laughs> um i've always instilled for them to work hard in everything that they do don't expect things to be given to you and um it's it's been fun to watch both of them apply that to Austin with his baseball and uh, my younger daughter with her academics and stuff. Um, I can't take all the credit, you know, because the mother has also uh, uh, been a, a key figure in uh, in helping to, to motivate our kids to, to you know pursue mm. whatever it is that they want to do in the future. Of course, but um, definitely work hard and don't expect things to be handed to you. Yeah, and and uh, you know what? Also, too, it's like cannot take anything away from you know what they have done as well. Like they are their own individuals, and they are out there killing it. Man, I've always thought that the best, the best athletes, not only not only just athletes, but like the best, the best at anything, they always end up being a lot of the times the best people in general. You know, like you take them outside of that sport, and they're a great person. You take them outside of their craft. And they're a great person. And it really sounds like Austin Martin, uh, from what you've talked about, is not only a great baseball player, but a phenomenal person. Absolutely. Well, I couldn't agree more. And that's not even being the robot. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing, Chris. Chris, I think that's all we have for our questions today. Like, we, again, thank you so much for coming on the phone and chatting with us. Mm -hmm. We can't wait for you to finally come to Toronto once everything passes over. Yeah, man. Uh, we would, uh, like, whenever that does happen, it will be quite a while from now, but whenever that does happen, we would love to, you know, take you out for a beer sometime, show you around. Oh, sounds great. Yeah. Uh, thanks a lot for coming on, man. Yeah, you know, yeah. We really you. liked it. Uh, at some point, you know, it would be lovely to have Austin on here, but I know that he is a busy man. Um, as are you, but thank you so much for your time, and we will uh, we will let you know when the when the podcast comes out, brother. Excellent, I appreciate. Thanks, guys. Take care. Thanks a lot. Thank you, Chris. Bye. That right. was awesome. Love it. Love talking to people who just have great mentalities and great mindsets, and really just diving in there and. And just hearing the stories that you don't really get to hear when Austin Martin's going to be putting up big numbers in the league. These are the stories that are going to really, that honestly, they touch me. And I love hearing them. Well, I mean, it's, it's, cool to, it's cool to know who is, 
to know really who's on your team. You know, where mm. did they come from? Like we know their statistics, and you know, I could I could speak days on on what Vladimir Guerrero Jr. did in the minors or anything yeah. like that. But to, you know, we have this young guy. He's coming up. We've heard a lot about him on the baseball side of things. Haven't heard a lot about him elsewhere. So I'm super happy that you know, um, you know, we got us out on here. We got to learn a bit more, and I truly feel a little bit more connected to yeah. Austin Martin now. Absolutely, I can't wait to see this guy play. You know, it'll be in 2021 when those buzzing rumors start coming. Is he going to get called up? Oh yeah. And we're going to be the ones that will provide you all those details yeah. on Blue Jays today. Guys, comment down below. The only thing I want to hear is a one from ten. How excited are you for Austin Martin? And the answer better be 12. Thank you so, so much for watching, folks. And go Jays, go. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.